drop. Hey everybody, you have found our podcast, Storyport Presents Voices of Treefort Music Fest. My name is Christian Wynn, the co-founder and director of Storyfort, and I'm here with three fantastic staff members I'll tell you about in one second. And uh, let me tell you about the podcast first. Uh, you're listening to the Storyport Presents Voices of Treefort Music Fest. It's a weekly podcast that dives into the stories behind Boise's Festival of Discovery. Treefort Music Fest brings in hundreds of artists from all over the globe every March, and we're here to tell you about all things Treefort. And today, we're going to have some stories from Megan Stoll. Say hi, Megan. Hi, how's it going? Angela Baya. Hello. And Marissa Lovell. Hi. All right. And they are, they are three integral members of the staff, like I mentioned. And uh, let's start with Megan. What do you do? with this festival? Well, I am one of the co-founders and also serve as the marketing director. So basically kind of oversee all the branding, um, Mm -hmm. a lot of the graphics team, the photography team, um, videography on site. There's also like even working with press and social media. A little bit of everything. Absolutely, yeah. and just yeah, we'll talk about branding. Like, oh, uh, yeah. the <laughs> I'm a stickler for the for br- like consistent are. branding. Absolutely, and I will repeat a short story that I t- talked about with Gilbert regarding you just a couple years back. You were like, I think it was the day of the first day that we were doing the, the events at Story Ford. Anyway, you walked by one of our venues at the Owyhee, and immediately after, I got like a, a text or maybe a Slack message that said. What's going on with those tablecloths? Like you got the wrong. They're like way too frilly. We just kind of scrambled, and then anyway, you. Uh, we got some new tablecloths. Got scolded. I've been scolded. Our whole team's been scolded in the best possible way. You know, we are children. We're like Megan's children. Yes, it's really important to me. Yeah, so yeah. we'll talk a lot about that, or at least yeah. a little bit about that yeah, today, and kind of where that came from, kind of the look that Treefort has, and how you go about standing, staying on brand. So then we'll move over to Angel Abaya. Tell us about yourself and what you do with this festival. Yeah, so I'm Angel. I was a Tree Fort intern in 2017 for Tree Fort 2017, and uh, working with like Marissa and the press team. And uh, then I came on as a content creator and a project manager for the graphic design team. That's fantastic, and you've been wonderful to work with um, for the Story Fort crew for sure. Always super helpful, as all three of you are. And then also, we're going to talk about some of Angel's music projects and how talented she is, and how cool <laughs> she's you know she is, and um, <laughs> just uh, what she's going to be doing with uh, those projects at uh, Tree Fort 2020. And then Marissa Lavelle. Hello, I'm Marissa. I am the publicist for Tree Fort Music Fest. So that means that I work with all of the press outlets that come into the festival, which is quite a few. Yeah, um, how many? About. Yeah. What, do have, what do we have on board for 2020 right now? What are you looking um, at? I would have to check. They keep rolling in. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, we usually have about close to 500 press passes out, and that's usually around 250 outlets. So that's everything from like radio stations to our local press to high school newspapers to some of the bigger top-tier press publications that we bring in. Um, which is also part of my job. And basically my main goal is to make sure that 
press people have an amazing time at the festival. Yes. And get like all of our announcements out. I'm the middle person between the festival and making sure that everyone who's coming to the festival or considering coming to the festival gets right. They the know info. what's going on. Yep. Yeah. And one of the things that's going on is the entire tree fort or it might this maybe it's not everybody on the lineup or in the lineups um, out there yet, but just yesterday the schedule went live. So we can talk about that stuff now, where things are happening, some hidden gems. You all have your hot takes and hot picks. So um, I think we'll get into that in just a second. But um, I'm curious, you know, I don't know, Megan, when you were like, you're one of the Mm co-founders and I'm getting some of these stories. We've had Eric Gilbert on who is uh, one of the co-founders and also the festival director. And uh, we've had some other folks like Steph Coyle on who were there. But for you, how was it? When you were like, what were you doing before you started doing this tree fort thing? Well, I had a corporate marketing job and I got laid off uh, in the summer of 2011 and just kind of spent that summer working uh, for myself and then also just like floating the river a lot and going to (laughs) a lot of shows. (laughs) I had all this extra free time and ended up talking to Eric Gilbert and at one of the shows and there was just like this uh, initial idea of a festival and I was like, well, I want to, can I do something? I think he was like, don't you do marketing? I was like, no, I I strictly float the river now. Did you know um, Gilbert before as no, a friend? Uh, okay. No, it was just, I met him at like Neurolog's. That's great. At a show. And um, I have a tendency to talk to people, a lot of people. Yeah, I've uh, noticed that. That's um, awesome. And I was just like, yeah, I'm interested to kind of dust off some marketing stuff and mm-hmm. help out where I can and met the rest of the crew, Lori and uh, Drew. And so it was just kind of like, uh, I guess we just did it with no intention, really, yeah. of like what, no expectation, I should say. Uh, there's definitely intention behind it, but no expectation that we'd be running this nine years later. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. What is, I, you know, I've seen it grow myself, um, working a pizza cart at the main stage for Pie yeah. Hole to start out with. <laughs> and we're, that's where I knew Gilbert from and won't get into that story, but. It was cool that first year. I didn't know what to expect. Um, you guys knew somewhat what to expect. Not How really. Okay. I what? mean, like honestly, we had this idea and like, you know, try to trying to sell an idea of a festival without any content from mm-hmm. a previous year is really interesting. <laughs> it's like, trust us, it'll be fun. And this was like, you know, 2011, 2012 before really like the pay to play started happening on Facebook and Instagram. Mm-hmm. So, before really Instagram was even that popular. Um it was just kind of gaining, like, you know, having brands on there. And, like, pages had just started on Facebook. So mm-hmm. it was really, like, word of mouth and a lot of, like, and we didn't have any budget for marketing. It was just, like, constant, like, telling people about it <laughs> and relying a lot on, like, the bands that we had booked to kind of tell their core audience as well. Yeah. Do you think that sort of, from the get-go, like, influenced the vibe and kind of how Tree Fort feels? and Because oh, it just feels so non-corporate. We yeah. have good backers and all that kind of stuff. And it feels just like a, that's kind of a community-based, you know, sort of approach without even thinking about it that much, you know, back then, you say. But do you think that's kind of carried forward? Oh, or maybe absolutely. How so? That, yeah. like, grassroots vibe has definitely, we've, done, we've stayed true to it, which has really been uh, fun to do despite now having a budget mm-hmm. to have marketing, it's been really interesting to um, kind of still, uh, still, still like, you know, 
yeah. make sure we're relying on the right people and like through the right outlets. Right. Like we do a lot of our advertising through community radio stations. Mm -hmm. uh, I was doing some bigger ones back in the day and then I was like, this isn't really our vibe. I'd rather pull it and all that money and put it towards various community radio stations throughout the Pacific Northwest. That's great. Yeah. Uh, as well as like independent publications as well. That's so, great. It's cool. That that's we'll get back into some of that origin story stuff with you um, throughout the hour. But speaking of radio stations, Marissa Lavelle, I found out just uh, about five minutes ago. Tell us how you got the, your tickets to Treefort the first <laughs> the first year you you discovered the Festival of Discovery. Yeah, so I had just graduated from Boise State and had like just started working at my first job and everyone was talking about tree fort and I'm like I'd heard about it but I'm like man I like should have gone but I don't yeah. I didn't have any money <laughs> and I was like well I should like figure it out and I just happened to be listening to the radio I don't even remember what station it was honestly which is kind of bad That's <laughs> but <okay>. they, <laughs> they they were, probably don't carry tree fort passes <laughs> <yeah>. anymore <laughs> since, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so are they? um but yeah and they were doing a contest so I just like entered and I won. <laughs> what, so, I, like, what did you have to do? Did they just have to I had to get on their Facebook page. Or, oh, okay. And no, I wish it was like that. That would have <laughs> been way cooler. Um, but I got on their Facebook page and just had to comment on Is it. That a call? Oh, really? Yeah. And then I got back on like a couple of days later and they had responded <laughs> to my comment like, hey, you won. <laughs> Message us for tickets. And I remember messaging them and be like, did I really win? <laughs> like, do I really get to go? And That's so awesome. I just. What year was that? That was 2004. 14 2015 okay. i think so yeah 2015 like third, 12 13 14 15 fourth year and then the next year actually is then i started working for it so that's pretty sweet it's like yeah. a transition i know how did you end up getting the job or kind of you were in marketing did yeah you study marketing at I, was, State? I studied communication i did not know what i wanted to do but then i got a job at a pr agency mm -hmm. and that's right, yeah. yeah and so i was working there and they had started working with Tree Fort and I got put on the account because I was into it. I like music. I do remember that, yeah. I liked a festival. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I started working with it and it was like a really good fit. It was definitely my favorite client. And then I went out and on my own freelancing full time in October of 2018 and was lucky enough to be able to take them with me as a client so, now yeah. I'm staff <laughs> I know I was gonna ask are you officially staff now you know yeah. Street Force is not just a client yeah that's awesome so is that your only gig pretty much um that would be amazing yeah, okay. <laughs> I wish well, me, yeah me too no yeah. So. but I mean I do <laughs> work on it year round mm -hmm. um and I mean definitely like the work level flows like ebbs and flows but I work on it year round think about it year round yeah. um I'm like always trying to do stuff for it so yeah. right so you have other clients out mm -hmm. there but yep. uh, not a lot this time of year i wouldn't say <laughs> I, would, um, I would ima wouldn't yeah, imagine yeah i mean i do but oh, you do. i try to just kind of scale them so it's things that i do i mean luckily luckily honestly a lot of my clients are local and are into they're like going to tree fort and into tree right. fort so no one expects me to be working on anything else but <laughs> tree fort that week <laughs> that yeah, week anyways but i understand definitely yeah. then angel you well how did you come to the <laughs> festival? You kind of mentioned it before, but let's, how you know. Yeah, well, you, I grew up in Boise. Um, I didn't, I was like in high school when it started or junior high or something. So I, the first year I went was 2013 and I just had a main stage pass for Saturday. And then that was the year the Animal Collective canceled. So everyone mm. who had a Saturday uh, main stage pass got like a Sunday free. 
so uh-huh. I actually ended up going the whole, like that whole weekend instead, and that was really cool because I was, I don't know, I was just figuring. I'm I've been a musician, but I wasn't super into like the indie scene yet or like anything like that. So it was cool to get my feet wet in that. I wish I went 2014, but I was like overseas or something. But I went in 2015, same kind of, I think only on Sunday, which is kind of a weird day to only go because everyone I was with had been like tree fording all weekend and having such a great time. And like, uh, and exhausted I, by that time too. Not really though. Okay. It was like Rubble Bucket ended at the Okora that weekend, and so I like got to see all like the tree fort magic without like. But then being like, oh dang, I kind of missed out on this. And and then the next year, 2016, tree. I play, I was a uh, in the LED band. I've been in the LED band since 2015, and they performed at uh, the Rose Room, and it was like a salt like a at capacity show that was really awesome tell us what led is a little bit yeah uh led is a local arts company uh we put on dance like it's professional dancers with a live band and visuals um it's amazing yeah Yeah. we create a lot of different works and we are we've been involved in tree fort pretty much since our founding in 2015 and we're going to have that group on the podcast. I know sometime probably oh, after oh, the yeah. festival. So <laughs> sure. at least you said you'd come. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. I remember right. now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. But um, well, why don't we just like get into the schedule? So then, Megan, why don't you tell us how many bands, how many venues, or you all can chime yeah. in on this. But well, we have 500 bands this year. This is, this this is, is the biggest yeah. year we've ever had. We've always like kind of skirted around 400, 420, I think was one year. Um, and then I think we had 490 last yeah. year. Was it that many last year, man? And so we like See, we broke the <laughs> we broke the record with 500 this year. Uh, so it's know, a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Um, and how many other artists? I mean, Story for oh were, Ugh. I don't well, even know. I don't know. I haven't counted yet, but we have, you know, plenty. Well, with yeah. the schedule, I think we ended up with like, um, maybe like close to 900 events. Wow. That are happening yeah. over the five days. So starting March 25th or the 29th, <laughs> we'll have 900 events happening in Boise over five days. It's just, it's pretty insane. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, keeps me up. And I'm sure all you up at night just <laughs> thinking all about it and having all the things that you plan. But uh, one of the things you help plan for sure, if not help construct, is the app. Oh, yeah. So yes. how do people get the app? What, well, what do they find on the app? at treefortmusicfest.com slash app. Also in your app store. Um, and it's a free app uh, designed by a company called D- Dionysus here in Boise that we've been working with for the past few years. And uh, it's prettybomb.com. Like it yeah. has got what's, and it's, what's awesome is that during the festival, you can like see what we have like a linometer and you can see what venues are packed. So if you're like across town and you're like, oh, there's this band I want to see over on the west side, but like you can check the line if it's like around the block. Is it like, worth okay. going? Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's kind of the fun of Tree Fort too. Even if you do, do decide to trek over there and the line's super long, you can just like hop into another venue and Absolutely. be surprised by a band you've never heard of or maybe you have seen them before. I don't know. It's that just, happens a lot. I mean, that magical. is the Festival of Discovery part too. Right. You right? can even hop on the tree line bus that takes you from there's like bands playing yeah, on the bus I bands know. playing on a bus and stopping at all the venues or not all the venues but in the little quadrant around the festival so yeah so how many venues I guess I was going to oh, ask gosh. that approximately it's kind of if you haven't I, ever been to Tree Fort 
you should go for one thing. And, <laughs> you know, it's the footprint of the festival is right downtown Boise. Walk, super walkable, super scooterable. It's a really cool feel down in downtown Boise that to have these venues all over the place, but all within like about a five block, six block radius, I would yeah. say, or as close to ten. that at least. Maybe like ten, was, block, was, yeah. ten blocks. But ten blocks. it's yeah. So and it's uh it's a very cool feeling. Yeah. And it's just kind of you can just wander and say, Oh, I think I'll try this. Or you can get on the app, you could actually build your schedule. Oh yeah. So and then you can be reminded what you had planned to do. Um so why don't we talk about some bands that you wanted to see? Yeah, you guys have your hot picks. Right. And when you say <laughs> hot pick, what kind of, I don't know. Well, I just think it's like, you know, with the festival, looking at a poster, right? Mm-hmm. You might recognize some of the top names in the top tier, um, maybe into some of them second tier. But there's like this huge chunk of bands that are all like coming to the festival and performing that are in that like smaller range or you might not have uh, somehow not have come across your radar before. So I think that was kind of our intention coming here was kind of diving a little bit into the bands you might not have known or yeah. you may have like glanced over and that just like personally you yeah have, you, it's hard to pick favorites when you're involved in the festival <laughs> right, like this it really yeah is. so um and i believe me i've got like chromatic start on my account yeah uh, on my um schedule and you know omar Absolutely. apollo which i found out is playing like 11 30 p.m set oh wow <laughs> um, mardi gras. at mardi gras <laughs> mardi which i was gras, like what like... that's so cool <laughs> Way to go, Gilbert. Right? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, well, maybe, I don't know, Angel, we'll start with you. Maybe on some of the your hot picks right now, and then you yeah. guys can just throw a few others out there you maybe didn't even plan on, you, you know. Oh, we planned them. I don't them. know. <laughs> we got our list. I'm going to learn a few things here because I have not made my, my list of musicians yet. Uh, so I'm into, like, I mean, I'm into tons of different music, but I really like, like, indie pop funky psychedelic music and i really like this band called dumbo gets mad and i actually That's showed them name. to gilbert yeah um dumbo gets mad they're from italy and i was like yeah i showed gilbert this band i was like hey this song's pretty cool and then <laughs> and then if like a month or so later he's like dumbo gets mad at tree fort and i'm like what yeah <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and they're actually playing twice and i get to open for them uh one of the times which is really special for me uh and then also uh after dumbo gets mad this is on friday at the el cora i'm opening the stage with my solo project then dumbo gets mad plays and then the orioles play and they're from london and they're also kind of like poppy funky psychedelic so it's gonna be a cool little time at the el cora Uh, friday night and also that venue is so sweet yeah i mean it's yeah. my favorite i you know, i don't like to play favorites but yeah i think it is my favorite just and you <laughs> yeah. know it's a shrine oh it's el cora shrine it's a uh, the shriners are everywhere selling beer tokens <laughs> and walking around wondering what has gone wrong you know with their <laughs> this is a temple but these children are in my temple and like anyway yeah in the but it's, it has, it's magical so that's Till friday i know <laughs> at least yeah. We're talking about breakfast for it. Yeah. When oh, yeah. I was going on, there was food in the basement of this really cool bar or restaurant space that would go to like four, four? I yeah. think. I don't know if that's happening. I don't think. It didn't really it officially happen. It was a good time. It was a really good time. It was. It was a savior, actually. <laughs> yeah. But um, 
So that night, maybe we'll rotate around to Marissa. Or do you want to go with yours? I just have one, one more. Yeah, go for it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh no. Um, there's well, there's also a ton of local bands. There's like 184 yeah. local bands. Um, and of course, I'm a part of this local music scene. So I think, I mean, there's just a lot of check to check out um, in terms of like Boise bands. But one that I'd super recommend, and yes, they are my friends, but they're the Rough Pups, and oh, yeah. they're like kind of a fun, punky. They call it posy punk. Posy punk. What does I that like mean that. exactly? Like, yeah, po- well, it's like positive punk, but oh, since it's the rough pups, it's posy. Oh, I see. <laughs> <laughs> so posy punk, um, and they're super great. Uh, they kind of started. They started playing shows at the Donut Days, which was like kind of it, DIY. was before it turned mm-hmm. into the Regal Beaver uh, recently and turned into like an official venue. But they kind of like started. A DIY scene around here for which is like so they're the ones that started those at the donut yeah, days I didn't yeah yeah and uh, they have a warehouse with a few other bands like Stunned and Killing Me Kid but like I don't know like not that the DIY scene doesn't exist but it's like comes in waves in Boise yeah. and I feel like yeah. this was a a wave for sure. So, yeah, yeah that's pups. been cool to see for sure. And it's now growth to think of the larger energy around music in the city of Boise now that uh, you know the tree forts. Moving into his ninth year for sure. Mm-hmm. So, wh- where was that uh, Rough Pup show and when? Uh, they're actually playing twice, I think Wednesday late at Tom Graney's and then Friday at the Olympic. They're on the bill with the Felice Brothers, which is okay. one of their favorite mm-hmm. bands. And so. Garcia Peoples after that. I okay, think. cool. Yeah. So, that's awesome. Good times. And what's the name of your project? So my project is uh, just my name, Angel. Like not Angel Abaya, but just Angel. Angel. Okay, it's kind of a stage name, kind of like get... Beyonce. Just yep. kidding. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a, you get the picture. Prince. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angel. Yeah, um, okay. I'm really excited um, to play this. I've played only like twice in town, and it's always just been just me looping and playing some things live. But this show, I have two dancers and okay. a live drummer. And uh, it's going to be at the Alcora. There's going to be some bubbles, some glitters, <laughs> some confetti, some this fun like kind of show. <laughs> so I'm not trying to plug, but it's been a lot to do and a lot to put together. But it's also like, that's what I love about Tree Fort is that it, it gives me a venue, like a liter- literal one, but also like a artistic one Mm -hmm. to create this dream like i i've just been playing these shows solo but i have like a stage where i'm able to have dancers and have like a performance and turn it into something that like i want to see happen so so thanks for letting me be a part of this festival No, it's, I mean, you're a huge part of the festival, and <laughs> it is really cool to have a platform for so many of the people involved in Tree Fort. Yeah. I mean, really, everybody is in, in the arts in some capacity, just because they're part of the festival, I'd say. But um, it's cool to have seen you as a very young musician, you know, you're um, making waves, I guess, and has been doing some really cool stuff with LED. And you had, we came on the couch surfer, you know, at Radio yeah. Boise. We had them in the studio really? um, a little while back, but they, yeah, they're a great partner. Like you said, Community Radio and Angel was a part of this cool event where she played her songs. All right, so Marissa, how about you? What do you have? Yes, yeah, so kind of like my must-sees. I usually like make my schedule with some of my like must-sees. I'm definitely going, and then I pick like a couple shows for late night. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> where I end up. <laughs> um, so uh, Tropa Magica is a big one for me. I saw them in October at Offbeat Fest in Reno, and they were 
kind of like the band that I was like, I was just hanging out in this bar, kind of like watching them set up. And then um, they, you know, all these people start shuffling in and I'm like in the crowd, just like waiting and they start playing. And I was just like, holy shit, what is this? Like, this is so good. And it's like, was the kind where like my hips just started shaking and like didn't stop. <laughs> they're like, um, it's these two brothers. They're from LA, and they um, they call themselves a psychedelic cumbia punk band, oh and uh, they sing like they sing primarily in Spanish, and um, they released an EP in 2019, I believe, and they have like two covers of Nirvana songs. Um, but like cumbia style, as they say. So um, they're, they're Come As You Are cover is really good. Oh, man. Um, to look them up. Yeah, they're really good. They're just like fun, energetic. Um, they're very talented. I mean, it's just like good music. You should definitely go. They play yeah. on Saturday at 1120 at the Olympic and Sunday at 920 at El Cora. So to awesome. also like also two <laughs> good dancing venues, I would say. Yep. Um, and then another big one for me, this is like one of my late nights, <laughs> um, <laughs> is Vanishing Twin. Vanishing Twin, they're um, out of London and they are like definitely psychedelic <laughs> pop band. Um, they're super cool. spacey and like uh, Vanishing Twin, I guess is like a kind of a, I don't know if you would actually call it a medical term, but it's like a phenomenon where there's two babies in the womb and one of them kind of like absorbs the other. Um, I've heard of this, but I didn't, yeah. that's like, yeah. Yeah, and so um, the I read this in an in a interview with the band, but they that happened with the lead singer. And she said that she um, has always kind of like felt like they're like maybe her like twin is inside of her, like kind of guiding That's, her and wow. stuff. Um, and that'd be a wild thing to like learn when yeah, you're old enough to know what it yeah, means. Totally. <laughs> totally. Oh, I yeah. Like and so she was just talking about how like that has influenced, I mean, her life a lot, obviously, but her music as well and the band's music and how it it's kind of like uh really floating on the edge of maybe what's here and real and what's not in real. Um, and the the music, I like once I found that out, I was like, oh my God, yeah. It's just they're, they make me feel like I'm floating through space. Um, when do they play? They play night. Wednesday night at 11 p.m. at the Neralex. So okay. that should be good, which is also when Drag Fort starts. It will be a good Wednesday night. Definitely. And um, Drag Fort will be at the... Balcony at the balcony on night? Wednesday yeah. night, yeah. Okay. So that'll be a good one. Um, and then I would say my like third one is the Black Tones out of Seattle. I am so obsessed with them right now. Um, it is a trio. The drummer and the lead singer and guitarist are twins, brother and sister. Cool. Um, you have a thing for twins. I know. I have yeah, a twin so. thing going on. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Not banished. Um, <laughs> They're real live twins. And they, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, and so they... They are just like, her voice is just incredible. Like she has this big, powerful, like deep voice, but then also it's kind of like fluttery and like, she's just like this, like, it's like this kind of like dark butterfly. Like I just, I'm really, really, I cannot sounds- wait to see their performance. Um, I suggest oh, looking at the black tones. Okay. Yeah, they're out of Seattle. Okay. I highly suggest watching their um, KEXP live session. It's really good. And 
they she just like talks a lot about um how they were raised in the northwest but with like a lot of southern influences their family they were the first generation of their family to live in seattle the rest of their family came mm. from um to, came from seattle to from louisiana so they've grown up with a lot of southern influence um in their home and in their <laughs> life but in the northwest and um just their uh their latest album is Cor uh Cobain, Cobain and, and Cornbread, cornbread. Yeah, yeah which is Cobain like the cornbread. yeah which is like the <laughs> reflection of that she uh -huh. she talked about but um yeah they just they have some really cool music and she like I just I'm kind of obsessed with her if you can't tell but she just like <laughs> rails on the guitar and she has this awesome voice and I just I can't wait like to see them something I would enjoy too yeah, yeah. yeah. they're they have a song called the key of black they want us dead that for like just the the sound of it is awesome, but it's then they have the lyrics are very short, um, but very powerful, and I'm I'm really looking forward to them. And you've never seen them live before, no? Okay, but I've been watching. I like I like to watch videos. That's kind of how I do mm -hmm. my research. That's, it's like yeah, like I, the live videos, yeah. or just like the live videos. The live, videos. The yeah. live mm -hmm. K, K mm -hmm. We had I was actually had the opportunity to go up there last week. We <gasps> recorded a podcast nice. in studio there and Whoa. got the tour. I won't talk about that now <laughs> that's, that's, that's cool. Cool. yeah, yeah. no they're a great partner with the yeah. festival which yeah. is just as another side plug we'll talk about it we do talk about it on that episode but um they are a really good resource too mm -hmm. they're live in studio i got to go inside that studio so i was good no nice. one was playing but uh you know it was just kind of this magical place so i go check them out and there's a lot of bands that have played tree fort and are going to play tree fort um who have performed in that space too so do your research yeah. too mm -hmm. so and then megan Oh, On yeah. to your hot picks. My hot picks. Well, um, there's this band called Husbands out of Oklahoma City. And I, I've i been scouring. I, like, I spend my mornings usually scouring music blogs. And I usually start with like the Indie Heads subreddit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great resource to find new music, uh, to kind of see what's like just going on out there, what new. And a lot of bands that are, you know, coming to Tree Fort, they'll, I mean, you'll see a lot of like their newer stuff pop up on that indie heads list, I guess. Mm -hmm. And but this one band I found called Husbands, and I just reached out to them on Instagram, and I was like, "Hey, you guys are great. <laughs> um, would you consider? Are you like touring? Like, check out Tree Fort Music Fest, and maybe apply if you're feeling it." And they applied, and they got in. Um, so they're they're coming to the festival, and I'm so excited <laughs> that I just like randomly came across them. That's so cool on Reddit, out of all places. Um, there is some good in Reddit, I guess, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, which I'm really excited to see them. They're like kind of like indie pop. They're playing um, at the Funky Taco on Thursday night at 12:30 midnight. Midnight. Time. You guys are gonna be up late. This is good. I know, right? <laughs> no. um, and then. What else? Oh, Ammo Ammo. It's this band out of LA and they kind of have like a disco-y pop vibe. Very like sunny California. Um, really good music, really good melodies. And um, yeah, I've been digging them. Again, I kind of came across them a while ago and then I was like going through the, when I was like working on the lineup, I was like, oh, these guys are coming. <laughs> I've been listening to them for a while now. And um, so they're playing at Hump and Hannah's at 11.10 on Thursday, and then also playing The Hideout at 8 p.m. on Friday. Tell us what The Hideout is. Oh, The Hideout <laughs> is a stage that's kind of nestled in between um, Woodland Empire and Docks. Uh, it's a new stage that we have this year. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited. It's probably about, 
200 paces, I'd say at most, from the main stage. Oh, yeah. Area. So that's close by to everything. It's right probably there. the closest stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so to the main. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's in the parking lot there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's going to be a really cool capacity, probably a couple hundred in that parking yeah. lot, you know? Yeah. So kind of a little smaller venue. But um, yeah, so the hideout is. Uh, it's kind of migrated to around the festival over the years. Yeah, the that's name kind of, of the hideout. Yeah. yeah it certainly has. But that's um, cool. Keep yeah. going on these I'm picks. excited. Yeah. And I'm excited to see how that stage works out too. Cause I think we've done stuff inside of Woodland empire and like over whenever fun- um, pre-funk mm-hmm. existed. So I feel like this is a nice, like new stage. That's kind of in between all those. You did disp- or disp- that did displace uh, the story Ford events that were going to be in there. So we were sad not oh, to be like, <laughs> too much. No, you know, it's, sorry. It's, it's totally fine. We found we have other great venues. We'll tell you about another time. Right, but uh, right, but right. yeah, no, it's going to be really cool. And, and Woodland Empire is a great partner. Oh yeah, and they have an amazing beer. And there's dig. Manfred's right next. To, there's like some of my favorite yeah, food in town exactly. for like a good sloppy joe oh yeah or they even have vegan sloppy joes too. they yeah. do they unicorn meat speaking of them. vegans this band zeta they're vegan enthusiasts according to their instagram <laughs> um they're this latin american like experimental jazz band and they are so freaking cool and like their videos are just badass and trippy and awesome and i'm so excited to see them live like i just think they're just gonna be like full of energy the like the way they talk on their post is just really positive and um healthy you know and I, I i just feel like it's really good to have people like them in the music scene um and i'm just dying to see them live like y'all have got to check out their videos i'm, I'm sure awesome. you have mm-hmm. marissa <laughs> where is that one gonna be uh they are playing at the shredder on saturday at one almost nearly one in the morning and also mm. playing grainies on sunday at 7 30 okay so Very you cool. get two chances to catch them. It seems like there's really a nice. little more of a jazz presence this year. Yeah, there's a mm-hmm. lot of jazz this year, which is really awesome. Is your project, by the way, jazzy at all? Because you were a jazz singer. Um, it's Julia like sort of jazzy, but it's definitely more in like the indie pop okay. lane. All right. But well, I sing jazzy. And, you know, following your like sparkles and bubbles and yeah. indie pop and psych mm-hmm. style, you all got to check out Space Face. Space Face is this band. They are literally full of like bubbles and sparkles and rainbows and everything. And actually, Jake, who's the lead of Space Face, he's uh, plays synth and guitar in The Flaming Lips. And oh, really? so, yeah, and I met him years ago. They played Tree for, oh gosh, I want to say like 2013, 2014. And we met in line at El Cora Shrine. And and I was just like, wait, you're in that band I just saw at Neurolux earlier. And he was like, yeah. So we ended up chatting and hanging out. And we've just become buds ever since. Like when he's toured three with the Flaming Lips, we'll hang out. Um, I've seen them out. I like this summer I, w- I spent in Palm Springs uh, over the 4th. And they were playing a show. Like Space Face was playing a show. So we hung out there. My friend in L.A., she worked for like a clothing brand. And she was like, do you know any like cool like upcoming artists that live in L.A.? And I was like... Yeah, this guy, Jake, I mean, the band, like, technically from, like, Nashville, but he's, like, currently in L.A., and I was like, hey, my friend Jake, he plays in this band Space Face, but also with the Flaming Lips, you gotta check him out, and so then she ended up doing, like, a whole, like, feature on them, like, for their, like, for their clothing brand, and I was like, this is just so cool, and so now we've just all become friends over the years. That's such a tree fort story. I know, I know, I (laughs) could have said. We met in line at the Shriner. At the Shriner, yeah, yeah. We got married. (laughs) (laughs) Not, like, that kind of relationship. Just but I'm sure that's a happened. Friend, friendship. <laughs> so. um, 
Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, they'll be playing again this year. Finally, we got them back. Uh, and they play at 1230 in the morning on Saturday at the Nurla. Nice. Yeah. I think it's on Saturday. I should probably double check that. It might be Friday. Uh, I think it's Saturday, though. Let's double check, though, just to be sure. Okay. Um, so Space Face. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It is Friday night. Friday night, 1230. Okay. Nurla. See how quick that was? I was on the app, that everybody. Was on the app. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, who else is on my list? And my music variety is like taste is kind of wide variety, like all of us here. Yeah. Um, and I think all of Treefort as well. I mean, Absolutely. looking at the lineup, there's really something for every musical taste out there. Um, and I've, I typically lean towards like indie pop uh, and psychedelic stuff but i also like i said i mean i'm so excited about this experimental jazz guys there's also this like nashville crooner that i'm like kind of obsessed with lewis prince and Mm. he kind of reminds me of like um maybe a light like a a light version of yellow days or twin shadow um he's just got an incredible voice and uh i'm really I'm really excited to see him live. He'll be playing at 10 p.m. on Wednesday at Nurlock. So starting off the week early. So yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not familiar with the bands you mentioned that he's like. So what What do you mean that like Nashville crooner? Like Is it kind of countryfied? No, 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 no. No, it's like this deeper, like soulful um, voice. I don't really, it, like, it comes from like deeper in your throat or something. From it, your hidden twin. Probably, yeah, yeah, exactly. His, his, his from vanished the vanishing twin. twin yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes. Just a really soulful sound that, um, and he's like this this really young artist that, um, I mean, I think he's probably in his early twenties. Okay. So just having like so much soul from like such a young person, I feel like is gonna be um, it's just fascinating to see. Um, There's also this hip hop artist out of Spokane called Django. Uh, Really (laughs) digging him. He plays Saturday night at eleven at Reef, and then Spooky Mansion. They played a. Was it last year? Mm-hmm. I think they were I the band that year. most that played like the most times. They played day parties. They played um, like you know scheduled events. They played every. They were everywhere, and I'm so excited they're back. They're so fun, <laughs> and they're so fun. And so I'm um, according to the schedule is just they only have one set. We'll see, <laughs> which is Thursday at eight fifty <laughs> at the Olympic. But I hopefully we'll see them in multiple places, like second chance and day parties. Yeah, that's one thing that Tree Fort seems very you know conscious of doing, and you know getting these bands to play more than once. So tell us a little bit about that, like the second chance stages and how that kind of works. If you miss them there, you get, I mean, this is because maybe it's a little obvious in the name, but yeah, yeah, just kind of a little bit off the beaten path. Some of these, these second chance. Yeah, venues. And they're like not on the official schedule. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to, we'll, we'll usually do a blog post about it and um, with the whole list of all the different places. And they're like usually smaller stages. Sometimes they're like stripped down sets. Um, it's just kind of gives the artist a chance to get a little more creative and like also get more exposure and the audience able to see these artists again if they miss them once they can catch them again yeah also the second chance pretty much all of the second chance shows are at like unofficial official venues yeah. <laughs> so you don't so have like, to have a wristband. yeah so like if you for some reason didn't buy a pass to tree fort um, and didn't Nobody volunteer would do that. And, unless they no. would one on and the didn't radio. like volunteer or something but you like kind of want to check it out go or like you know if you just weren't ready to commit to a ticket and sure. wanted to explore and see what it's like so that you can definitely buy one next year um definitely go to the second chance showcases like you can 
go to skateboard and walk over to hops and bottles and then like just meander around even stevens is usually a yeah a second chance like show a, an acoustic just, set at yeah. bitter creek take like, the bus yeah, watch a band bus. yeah it's so cool it's like a way <laughs> yeah. to like kind of dip your toe in the yeah. tree fort uh, without having to like fully commit to five days of it yeah. or if like you're passing through town or if you got like a buddy in town or your mom wants yeah. to come hang out for just a couple hours yeah <laughs> or be awesome. like my mom and buy a zip oh line and oh. get a party suite downtown and wear a wig and wear and a wig it, <laughs> <I know. laughs> they the get together to every town. year every year my mom and my two aunties come every year That's and fantastic. they also they're amazing at tree fording they hit every fort they know how to do they it. they know how to do it and i have also like walked into a show at like the last show of the night and been like hello mom they wear wigs on saturday and sunday okay. and yeah that started because i had <laughs> dyed my hair pink for the first time i like changed my hair colors and my mom and aunt showed up at the festival with pink wigs that <laughs> were like my identical haircut i was not thrilled at the moment <laughs> but it was good it's funny now <laughs> uh, i think there well, were pictures of them on the well in the system somewhere oh, i've yeah. seen those wigs for sure yeah right well i can yeah i think you can also expect a lot of wigs at uh the fleet mac wood show by the way oh. i know you're gonna Talk, dig this oh uh, yeah totally. and i know we'll probably see your mom and Absolutely. your auntie's there for sure i really want to make the trip to they have like an annual halloween party and halloween's my Favorite. It is favorite and I and yes. okay. and I need to go. <laughs> Tell me about them. Disco em. duo oh, and they do sweet. like it's like an homage to Fleet Fleetwood Mac, um, but with a bunch of disco. It's so awesome. That it is pretty amazing. So much fun and like bubbles and glitter and bubbles for sure. and glitter. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and they're yeah they're they're playing like eleven twelve. The three hour set at wow. um, Edelman on Thursday night. So Dang. starting at eleven. And yeah. Edelman is an eighteen and up venue. Yeah. So that's uh -huh. cool. Uh yeah, it's so much fun. And they're a blast. I've been to a few of their shows before and they are uh, it's a treat. It is a big that sounds treat. Like a disco. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh yeah. It's like it's um like disco club music. <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Edelman, yeah, it's a cool old old building oh, on like cool. what is that it's sixth and idaho, idaho i think yeah. yeah upstairs there that's one of the cool things i guess when you come to you know, if you're not familiar with downtown boise or just kind of boise at all you show up for the festival is such cool historic buildings that we everybody uses for you know all the forts and for uh tree fort the el cora shrine is one i was mentioning earlier the Hawaii has been remodeled, but it's it's a super cool old uh, old venue. It plays at the Olympic, which is above a bar called Mulligans, which is uh, wonderfully seedy, and that building has been there forever. <laughs> um, and we're using the Egyptian theater this year, so yeah. I, I don't know. It's just kind of a cool way to experience the city and like mm -hmm. a history of, of uh, Boise. But um, so yeah, those are those are fantastic. Are, there are some others, um, of course, like oh you gosh. said, maybe. I mean, so many. Yeah, so like many. three so or four <laughs> other shows, but that I mean, some like other bigger names. Yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> out of five hundred, I'm excited for the uh, Smoky Brights, who oh, yeah. are out of Seattle, yeah. also who we got to interview at KXP. So that, they were this lovely, sweet young couple. Um, the half the band, we only got to talk to half the band, but they're super fun and really talented and. Uh, as I said, very sweet. I don't know. You can look on the app right now for me, Megan, to see oh, what, yeah, when they I play. Can. I don't I totally have it written can. down because I'm not prepared for this podcast. Maybe the Olympic. Like the Olympic, okay. Am I right? Am I right? Um, what is the Any Olympic takers? Sorry. The Smoky Brights. Smoky Brights. Maybe that was last and year. I, 
But they've been three Humpin or four Hannah's times. Day oh. Saturday at Humpin. ten. Oh. And then Sunday at the hideout at four. Nice. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, it must have been last year they played mm-hmm. Olympic. One thing, yeah, that they said, not to reiterate what's going to be on the air at some point this uh, next little bit, but uh, they were just, they were like, we came one year for Tree Fort and played and had to leave town, go to another show. And they were like, we, we fucked up. (laughs) We we (laughs) should not have left because it was like, we, and because they were having such a great time. I mean, they had just booked another show, but now they come for all five days as a band and just hang out and take in the festival to also play it too. It seems like mm-hmm. that is an experience Absolutely. that I, you have some stories, any of you from bands or journalists or the, the country of Canada we can talk about too, which is <laughs> I think is still an official sponsor. Yep. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll talk yep. about that in a second because that's one of my favorite marketing stories and all that. But I don't know, those kind of experiences, um, have you heard some of those kind of stories? Oh, definitely. I yeah. feel like there's been All years the of that. It's like people are just like, oh, we're just, we're just going to stay for a few days. Because it's basically like summer camp. Like all of yeah. your like, band homies. I mean, the touring scene is still pretty small. You know what I mean? And so whenever you all get to be in one spot that's really intimate, um, I think bands just love that. It feels like home. It feels, you know, just... You don't, you don't get that feeling on the road so much. Right. So whenever you have it, you just kind of embrace it a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a shout out to the hospitality team because Absolutely. they do so oh much to like make the make that possible. Like right. give it a homey vibe, you know. They, I mean, the hospitality team like puts so much thought into how they can make Tree Fort like a really really good experience for the bands. Like it's Absolutely. it's like priority, right? Yeah, it's really incredible <laughs> to see because I feel like that's like kind of where it starts, right? It was like you treat your bands well and then in turn they're having like a better time. They're performing better. The audiences experience it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, mm-hmm. it's like that whole, just that energy flow that really agree, um, yeah. exists at Tree Fort. That it's kind of rare and like a hustle bustle of other festivals that are like, you know, just a go, 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 go. Yeah. Um, and it's infectious too. I feel like, you know, it just mm-hmm. like you could just feel it is going like that with um, a lot of our story for it. artists express the same thing and they you know just say uh, you know just such nice things about how we've taken care of them and we took our cue from the you know the hospitality team and from mm-hmm. the early days of tree fort before we were even a fort so it's kind of just cool that we sort of piggybacked on that i think that a lot of the other forts and other elements of the festival sort of it's a huge part of the planning of it just kind of mm-hmm. maybe just at the, the heartbeat of it really is that kind of kindness yeah and and i feel like that's gonna happen this year too with i mean japanese breakfast is performing as one of our headliners but she's also doing a a a piece she's a memoirist a writer yeah her book um, crying in h mart um is her memoir it's forthcoming but she has a really awesome piece that's became the memoir in the new yorker uh, probably a year and a half ago but yeah she's one of the headliners or they are her band and then they get to go you know read it at one of our um I think she's going to read at Guru Donuts. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, when is that? On, that, on Wednesday at on 5, Wednesday. Oh, so cool. which is a really cool old building, the old Aydenhan. It's mm-hmm. the best donut shop in town, but it's this really cool old space, too. It's probably about 100-plus capacity there and for for this Story Ford event, so I feel like it's probably going to be packed out oh, yeah. for her. Mm-hmm. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's just kind of the whole beauty that happens at Tree Fort. There's so many crossovers, and uh, not only with music and stories, Absolutely. but there's also even like this Hackfort programming piece. Did we talk about that one yet? Like where it's kind of like the relationship of 
musicians yeah. and uh, of music and then the way yeah it's science. like the neuroscience behind like bands and their fans and like mm -hmm. artists and their fans okay that one's gonna be cool i think one of the coolest crossovers this year is sunday morning get mm -hmm. out of bed and go to ale fort because there will be like coffee beer regular coffee with not beer in it um <laughs> really cool food and then also drag brunch and comedy fort so like, That's like it's, that bucket, is yeah. so yeah. that is such is a good happen? way to start sunday yes yes um in the morning in the i think like yeah i think it's all at noon because, yeah. Yeah. so noon <laughs> right around the, which is sunday yeah. morning right. <laughs> right exactly yeah. i so. mean sunday is like my favorite day of the festival i think i mean it's also because We've been like literally <laughs> at a sprint for yes. a month, honestly, <laughs> and mm -hmm. then like in an extra sprint, and then it's finally like, like it's we can just breathe day. for a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most things are like taken care of by that day, and yeah. we get to like go to the shows that we want to. That is true. Um, but it's true. just like also everyone that's like everyone that's there, everyone's just so happy mm -hmm. and like truly like riding it out and. All the, I don't know, it's just like the main stage is so great. The weather is usually like really cool. It's just like you're it's just like final day. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. spirits are very high. There's cool things happening. It's true. Um, yeah, we also, for Storyport, have something. So you go to the brunch, then you come over to the Hawaii yeah. to Poetry and Mimosas yep. Sunday. Oh, There's yeah. like Bloody Marys and Mimosas and breakfast um, when some amazing poets and just as kind of this chill, like people are kind of, you know, waking up mm -hmm. getting the you know, shaking off the cobwebs of uh, the <laughs> previous four nights and then getting right like wound up for that final day as you just put it so yeah, yeah why well, i'd love to hear about maybe we have the, the, the country of canada is a sponsor man what are maybe some of my partnerships that have formed in your world marissa or everybody's world here you guys can all chime in on this but it's just like it's interesting who comes in to support mm -hmm. um and partner like the country of canada yeah. is an official sponsor yeah they seem very the, and, excited about it too yeah and i mean the th i'm not definitely like i can't take any credit for that um it's a very cool thing and i think that a lot of that was seeing the need to connect tour routes in the northwest and that there's so many talented artists in canada that could easily you know i mean we're we're so close to canada we're we, like we the state borders it yes yeah. we do we're touching it we're touching canada so right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, they're a wonderful sponsor. Last year, actually, I'm now like blanking on what his official title is, but someone high up in, uh, yeah, what's his, the is he the general, yeah. the general consulate? Yeah. Oh. Is that right? Yes. His name's Brandon and he led a meditation at Yoga Fort. Like, wow. when, what other, tell me what other festival you get to do medi meditation <laughs> with the general consulate of Canada, honestly. <laughs> Only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we have a ton of Canadian bands yeah. this year. I mean, their like music initiatives and like creative initiatives are really mm -hmm. awesome. I think we could really learn a lot from them and obviously we have and we still continue to, so. Yeah, actually something that, happens a lot in Canada at festivals is um, a welcome to land ceremony, which right. is which we are doing. It's actually the first official kickoff event of Tree Fort. It's on Wednesday at 530 at Alcora. Yeah. Right. Which um, is, and explain a little bit what that is. It's a yeah. land acknowledgement to Native American, Native Canadian. But I guess yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, Idaho. Actually is. Yeah. Idaho has a, a big population of indigenous peoples. And um, really, this ceremony is to acknowledge the land that we are on and who was here first and um, just really honor those traditions and, and those people. 
Um, just, Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mostly a it's a honestly like a respect ceremony. We're we're uh, honoring and respecting that. Yeah, so, which has taken place at a couple of Story Forward events mm -hmm. um, with some Native writers. Tommy Orange last year that was part of the event. So, but this year it's like festival wide. Yeah, and like an acknowledgement. And it's also like I mean, it's how we're officially starting the festival, which. Mm. Um, I mean, Tree Fort is for everyone, and we, yeah, we like to uh, make sure that all communities are being represented and included and honored. Which is great. I think yeah. <clears throat> that's definitely something that we do with Story Fort and have taken our cues also mm -hmm. in that realm Absolutely. from, you know, so we all, this is a huge part of, uh, the you know, the, the mission of the entire festival mm -hmm. and definitely in Story Fort land. Um, we have a couple of wonderful native writers coming out this year too. We've got Brandon Hobson. So it's kind of speaking to the all voices, you know. Mm -hmm. So so let's see. What do we want to talk about here? I thought a couple of like is a festival of discovery, but for you all, maybe starting with you, Angela, what has been a moment in the past where you've discovered something that you just had no idea and then it was like, holy crap, that was amazing. Or just, it could be an experience mm -hmm. at another fort or just on the street or I don't know, just something that you, that's been memorable for you. That you would pass along to, to friends, you know, for years to come, say. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's happened a few times. Uh, I think last year for me, it was Sudan Archives at the Linen Building. Mm. Um, and I was really close up and it was, I saw her at main stage on Sunday again, but it was just, something was really special about being so close to her um, that night. Uh, maybe a couple years ago, like Kate Tempest at the main stage was, I mean, I was like anticipating going, but I wasn't anticipating like being so affected by her performance. I think that that happens a lot um, at Tree Fort. You just, oh like, yeah. what did I just get into? <laughs> I'm crying now. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> or you're like dancing your butt off or, you know, you just don't know. Um, I can't think of any off the top Yeah, of my head I put you on the that. spot there, but I'm so, sure yeah. that that was, you know, that vegan. Kate Tempest one. Oh. I think yeah. we were all like in tears. Yeah, I yeah. could like look around and I saw like a lot of my uh, teammates and coworkers and colleagues and we were all just like stopped in place <laughs> and just crying yes. in awe. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you have one, Megan, or something? Oh, I mean, you probably have a lot too. So I, I guess know. it's kind of I a question. That, yeah. <laughs> if I could think of a specific band that's, I mean, there's a lot of them. I mean, the whole Lizzo show, I knew it was going to be fantastic, but man, did she blow us away. Like that was a pretty incredible experience. And then she was like rolling with a whole female crew, yep. which was awesome. Um, I just really, I really loved that set. She was amazing and yeah. has become like incredibly, oh. you know, she was already at, she had a big following before, but oh, now yeah. it's just like worldwide yeah, and she time. is fancy. Well, there's a lot of those bands. Yeah, I maybe mean, talk about like some of those. Nathaniel Rateliff, mm -hmm. uh, like he, like honestly, he's just huge now. You know what I mean? Um, same with Run the Jewels. Yeah, I, I didn't I even remember... know they were here, but I saw that in some blog post or something. I was like, I don't, I, I'm a big fan of theirs, yeah. you know, well, it was now. It was, I think before they even like released the first album and so mm. they, it was kind of like i was like well we should put like killer mike and lp on there like just so people know what run mm. the jewels is because like they were just started like i don't even know if they really branded themselves that or it was like in the early stages of it so it was just kind of um uh mind-blowing that they played so early on in the in the yeah. tree fort world that's awesome it's so that's what i think the beauty of tree fort is too it's like you know finding these bands um and you get to see them really up close like you were saying like 
Um, and then next thing you know, they're playing these like gigantic festivals where you're like a football field behind and can mm-hmm. barely see them. You know, um, it's a really intimate experience as a festival goer with Tree Fort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Come to Tree Fort, your next favorite band. I know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And then you can be like, Angel I knew them when. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. Whenever like, Lizzo was like making her own garments. <laughs> you know? uh, Seriously. And now she's got like a stylist and like on like getting, you know, awards everywhere. That's so awesome. Um, yeah. And so let's talk ticketing for a second. Five day wristbands are available now, yes. of course. Um, how are the individual tickets sold if you just want to go for a day or just have you're out of town yeah. except for, for the weekend? I don't know. There's definitely some a la carte options that we just released uh, with the schedule this week. And uh, I think single day, you can do single day passes are around 100, 150 bucks. And then you can also do main stage only like angel was saying she had gone to in the past mm-hmm. uh, and those are about 40 bucks uh i highly recommend a full five-day pass even if you're going just two days you know what i mean right. like because if you can get out of work on friday and catch a show you don't have to worry about it like you know getting a ticket at the mm-hmm. door or whatever you could just easily cruise on in with your pass um and then spend like saturday and sunday at the festival and so I think that's just the best way to do it. Yeah, in it's two hundred and ten dollars, right. and you get into literally every Everything. single thing. Yeah. yeah, for all five, five days. Five days, five hundred. Or you can buy bands. a pass for one day. Yeah, for one hundred and fifty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should just buy a five day. Just buy a five day pass. Mm-hmm. And we also have what's really cool is that we also have a U twenty one for under twenty one yeah. people, and so. Um, and a lot of our venues have, what did we say? Almost oh, half? Yeah, I think it's a l- just over half are all ages. Are all ages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, definitely a, like a lower price option for the younger music loving crowd. Mm-hmm. And you can also volunteer. Yeah. Um, yeah. You mix your ticket like 30 bucks, I think. And mm-hmm. you also get to do fun stuff and you get a cool shirt. The shirts, the shirts are always are really worth, cool. Yeah. The shirts are really cool. Yeah, they're really cool. They're kind of like a collector's item, right. honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we have an amazing illustrator, James Lloyd, who yes. does all of our graphic design and uh, illustrations. And he... Uh, keeps it on brand. Keeps it on brand. Yeah. Yes, he does. <laughs> yeah. I know, yeah. Speak to that maybe a little bit, you know, <laughs> to kind of like come to bookend this this podcast i mean this that is a huge part of the thing the, the, the festival is the the look of the thing you know it's like and it has a very unique um feel you're on you know the airwaves here so you can't exactly see it but if you go to the app you can get a sense of that or you go to the website or just you know go to Flickr, right does everybody have access mm-hmm. via Flickr out to open yeah. the public smug mug it's actually smug mug yeah. smug mug we now you know, um, but anyway there are pictures out there but anyway you can get a cool, sense of it but tell yeah, me how that so started that's James a big thing was one of the like he started drawing for the festival the first year and uh has created this whole like life um like of characters and places monsters and monsters oh, yes. and like turrets that have come to life and that are like plants that are riding skateboards like he's got this hmm. wicked awesome imagination and um and what's so cool about it is that we also have a graphic design team who can incorporate a lot of those and like help with the whole keeping everything on brand and still but keeping it a little bit scrappy as well because that's you know true right. for it. yeah <laughs> and uh and then we also have a whole like decor team like decor for it, unofficial mm-hmm. decor for it, yep. um <laughs> that actually brings that to life at the festival so you'll see some large scale pieces that james has designed that sean has like made into these 
pieces at the festival, like these like axes that are in the ground yep. or little turrets flying above your head. Like mm-hmm. uh, it's really cool. It's really yeah, cool. like I think that's something that's really cool about the festival is it, when you look around, like everything really truly is handmade. Like there are oh, people yeah. that mm-hmm. the bunting that you see, people have been sewing bunting all year. Like they are working on it all the time. We reuse things all the time, reuse things yep. every year. Um, but like the handmadeness is something that I think, I mean, is in every part of Tree Fort. It's it's like the bands, the it's people cool, behind yeah. it, the branding. I mean, everything. Yeah. Just as a little anecdote, but you have these these big banners that we each of the forts have, and then the Tree Fort has. But just maybe back to the spirit of Tree Fort. One of my favorite stories that just popped into my mind from what year was it? Maybe the second year. Was somebody stole one of the banners? Oh my god! Yeah. Just, like some, there, one went missing. They're really <laughs> and, beautiful. And these are not banners. That, like they're not vinyl banners. No, they're made these from are like handmade felt, felt banners and kind of a canvasy. Yeah. Like whatever, but they're handmade. They're beautiful. They're just and they're kind like of, you know, f- like I don't know, three feet by four feet. They're yeah. Pretty big. Yep. Maybe a little bit bigger than and that. And one but. went missing. From Mardi Gras. <laughs> Mardi Gras. <laughs> and it was funny because yeah. it was like, we got like, you know, the APB on like the WhatsApp. It was like, hey, watch out. There's a guy. He's got brown hair. He's got a beard and wearing a plaid shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, Which is everybody. 95% of the men at Tree Fort. Yeah. So, and, um, That's awesome. But yeah, this, this community. Yeah, we put. The community uh, <laughs> Hue and Cry was like it was massive like a, it was like a manhunt you it know was, well, it <laughs> was funny because we just put it out on social media like please like if you stole the flag please just, just return <laughs> it and then like casually it showed up right in front of like box office before they opened like in a brown paper bag all by itself <laughs> <laughs> no one near it and no one took it again thank god yeah but, like it was like and we were just like okay well there's the flag okay <laughs> <laughs> oh that so no, no little note attached like no I was like, really drunk. Sorry. I know. Right. Yeah, we just like, yeah. all assumed that the <laughs> person was very, the bearded man was very drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I don't know where to go from there. I was like, <laughs> popped into my head. But yeah, this community and I mean, just the branding and just the look yeah. of it. And then maybe just talk, I don't know, talk about the main stage and some of the other, like what are the hours like and days that these stages, like you can't say all of them right now because we don't have that kind of time. But just, I don't know if you're having, I mean, it goes, shows go late. Yeah. Everything runs until 2 a.m. Every night. Every night. Yeah. So it starts on Wednesday, the 25th of March. And actually, I think Story for it is actually the first program. We bring it in at noon. At noon. Yeah. And then we do the the land ceremony at 5, 530 around there. Yeah. And that basically just kicks off music. Music. Right. And then Thursday, we started um, starting main stage on Thursday. That was the first time that happened was last year. So that will happen again this year. I believe it's... 420 420 is when it's 420 um on thursday so um, it closes by 10 i think mm -hmm. uh, like city noise ordinances and all that but then all the venues are still activated until two in the morning absolutely Mm -hmm. and sunday it could go till right and then (laughs) second chance shows and um those like showcases and stuff like even official showcases um those will be like during the day um, I want to say like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they sometimes start around noon. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. And then, yeah, everything goes until two in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Long days. Or later. Yeah, I know. It's 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 an exhausting five days. But and then the Tree Fort staff. This is something I've never gone to, by the way, for in all seven years or whatever. But just because I'm wiped, and uh, I don't know. Do you guys have to, like start your own party at like midnight? 
like maybe or earlier. <laughs> I think we all kind of disperse and kind of do our own thing. We all yeah. just find okay, each other. Okay, maybe they yeah. find maybe each the other. Legends. We find each other. Okay, yeah. but that said, <laughs> that final night, yeah, but yeah, uh, that's yeah a we thing. do all find each other. Yeah, just <laughs> like happens. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Any final words? Uh, I mean, like Tree Fort is just so expansive. There's like, I mean, we have. 10 different forts outside of music. Yeah. So there's 11. 11. So it's, there's a lot to explore and to, I mean, even we haven't even touched on music talks. Yeah. Like those are also very, um, amazing experience whether you're in the industry or not. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. um, Most, I think are free and open to the public. So all ages. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I would also say download the app, mark your favorite, things that you like have to see and then just wander yeah wander absolutely. around wander around so Listen yeah things, and there was, talk to so, people yeah absolutely and just in, in soak it up hopefully we always you know hope for good weather that that does kind of help there's been snow eh. the snow days that have been fantastic um kind of rainy days that have been wonderful so um come rain come shine yeah you know head on out to tree fort and uh yeah we're gonna do an episode on all the forts coming up here in a week or so, so following you guys. So we'll have more information on the Story Fort Presents Voices of Tree Fort Music Fest um, on a five-minute fort kind of furious breakdown of all those forts out there um, to go along with what we the hot picks uh, from the music and from just the festival in general. And thanks, Megan, Angel, Marissa, for being on Story Fort Presents. Yeah, this has been really great. Us. So... Um, Anyway, you're kind of legitimizing this podcast for us now. So each time we get more, you know, great info like this. And so I'll see you at the fest. We all will. Tomorrow, but tomorrow never came.